What's happening, financial coaches? Pete here, financial coach, and uh, wanted to talk to you today about why you should not prep for sessions. Now, again, you know, all of the training out there is always kind of about some rule or some guideline and you stick to it. And there are obviously going to be exceptions to this. And especially depending on the, the type of detail that you're getting into, you may have to do some prep. So um, I could argue both ways on this. But generally, I don't think you should prep for sessions, especially when they are early sessions. And particularly because of the role of the coach. The coach is not supposed to be doing stuff. That's really the role of the counselor or sometimes it's particularly the advisor. They're getting hired to do some stuff, usually number crunching or managing the assets. But for the coach, we're really trying to uh, instill the ownership of the problem into um, the participant themselves. And so I think being prepped is a bad look. And I want to start with an example. I want to start with a story. Uh, I actually was working with someone, and uh, this was years ago, and um, I'm just going to anonymize everything here, but uh, Joe needed some help. And what I really thought is that, you know, I even talked to him a little bit about it, and I said, listen, what I think you should think about is an annuity. And, you know, at this time, this was in the financial planning days, and I wasn't an annuity specialist. But when people are looking for it, you know, you're looking for something suitable. And when they're looking for guarantees and minimum floors and, you know, fixed returns and stuff like this, um, I was familiar with them, but I was in the investment side. So it wasn't really in the insurance side. And so I said, you know, I think you should think about an annuity. And I uh, know a guy who works with annuities, and I would rather have him sit down with you and kind of talk through what um, you're looking for and, you know, what might fit. And so he said, great, you know, please make that introduction if, you know, I've got something that works for me. So I called up this other guy and I will call her Jane. Let me call her Jane. And um, yeah, John Doe, Jane Doe. Did I call the first guy Joe? <laughs> anyway, I think I called him Joe. All right. But Jane, I talked to Jane and I say, hey, I've got this referral and, and, and Joe wants to meet with you on it. And, you know, we were talking and it sounded a little bit like he needs annuities. And it's kind of sounded like, um, you know, I'm kind of familiar with like the fixed annuities with the guaranteed withdrawal benefits and stuff like that. I kind of think that's where he's going to go. Um, but I would love for you guys to connect and you to figure it out because you're the expert on annuities and and I'll and I'll be there, you know, I'll be there in the meeting. You know, he wanted me to be there. So um, we set up another meeting. The three of us get together and we come to the meeting and Joe's there. I'm there and Jane comes in and she's got a stack of papers, right? Uh, annuity brochures, a bunch of illustrations. You know, it's probably about this thick. And she comes in with a pad of paper and all this stuff. And um, the, the thing that she goes into, she's got a presentation right on the top, like, uh, you know, proposals for Joe. And the problem with it is uh, Joe didn't really go with anything. And the, the reason was a very, very subtle one. I don't think that the meeting was run badly. You know, Jane asked Joe about what he wanted to accomplish, which was very much kind of uh, validating what we had talked about. She kind of dove into the details. But then when she pulls up, you know, paperwork that is prepped for Joe with these solutions, you know, even though she asked Joe, even though she found out uh, all the information she needed to make a suitable recommendation, an appropriate recommendation to him, the fact that she had thought about this before, and she probably had five different scenarios, to be really honest, and kind of picked the one that felt the best. Um, it didn't really look like she was coming in to, to, to do the discovery, to learn about him, and then to pick through the unlimited options that would be there to make a, a, a good recommendation, right? It looked pre-programmed, even though I think the meeting could have been run exactly the same and Joe would have been fine or satisfied or even enthusiastic with the outcome if she didn't come in with that stack of papers. 
if she had uh, stood there. Now, I'm going to go to another meeting. It was almost a very a very similar thing. I'm going to call him John. Made a referral to another guy. And I'm going to call him uh, Rich. Let's call him Rich. And we go into this meeting. And Rich doesn't have anything. And he's just sitting back at the table. And he's listening and asking questions. And, um, you know, Rich gets pensive. And... You know, scratches his chin a little bit and says, you know, those are all really good considerations. And here's something that might fit and just kind of spitballs it goes off the top of his head, goes off the cuff, you know, just kind of throws it out, lays out the lay of the land. And it, to me, very different or very similar clients, very similar needs. The big difference um, and even met with very similar insurance agents or annuity agents. And the big difference was that one came prepped with paperwork and one did not. There was almost no difference between the recommendation. There was very little difference in the way they even handled uh, the, the discovery of it, right? The, 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 the gathering the data, right? And kind of an analyzing your head. But the problem was in one case, because they came heavily prepped, the client didn't really feel like it was customized. The client didn't really trust that the recommendation was the best after hearing it. The, the client had some suspicion, unfounded or founded, that there was a preordained, predestined outcome to the meeting, that the advisor or the agent had something that they wanted to sell, right? And even if this isn't pervasive, and even if it's very subliminal or subconscious, it's one of those hard things to shake. Now, on the other hand, we had a very similar interaction, except the advisor didn't come with anything. Didn't even come with a brochure. Came with a notepad and a pen. That was all that they came into. And so the person in that meeting felt, hey, they're listening to me, and they're coming open book, clean slate, no agenda. And so whatever I get is going to be based on what comes out of this meeting. And so it's a very different mindset because you don't have that, that thought that someone is, is, um, is, is programming. The, now, the irony of this, I bring this up because as a practitioner, what I think we think is that the more prepped we look, the more professional it looks to the participant. And what I have found is that if you come almost not knowing what they want to talk about. In a lot of cases, I'm like, what, what brings you in? I've said this before. You know, what's on your mind today? I have no idea in most cases. And we can go anywhere the conversation goes. And to be honest, I may not be the right contact for you in this case. I may not be the right resource. And I will help point you in the direction of the right resource. Obviously, I've referred out a number of people. But in that case, what I think helps is that it builds trust. Even if I had a stack of papers next to me and my interaction was going to be the same, if, if I did, what it, it feels like is that I have an agenda, something that I sell. And I bring this up because a lot of um, coaches will come in with, hey, this is what I want to do. I want to do expense gathering. You know, I do it for everyone, right? And while that's fine, the, the, the subtle tact I would take, let's say you really want to know where every penny of theirs goes or every expense or every spend and every uh, um, you know channel for their income comes from, right? Every income source, every expense. Maybe this is an exercise you do because you want to have a, a picture of their finances. What I wouldn't do is I'd come in and say, hey, I do this for everyone. I'd come in and still listen to their, 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 their problems. I'd come in and listen to what they're trying to do and say, hey, you know what? That's great. This is what I specialize in. Um, but I think what would be really helpful in this case is if I get a clear picture of your finances. So what I would love to do is give you some worksheets, uh, uh, this handout. Um, I think this will be really helpful because now it seems like I've listened to their, their story 
And I have determined that this is going to be a key piece of this. But what it doesn't feel like is that this is something I do with everyone and I'm listening or I'm not, but we're going to do this exercise anyway. Does that make sense? It's, it's, a, it's a subtle difference. But this is why, other than maybe a pad of paper or pen if I'm going into a live session or if I'm sitting down with someone uh, over a video conference or I'm just jumping on the phone, you know, I don't have any script that I follow at the beginning because I don't know if they're going to talk about, hey, the, how their kid is um, – uh, an adult and living at home and they're supporting them financially and they really need to get them out of the house. Or I don't know if they are just crushed by debt. I don't know if they are sitting on millions of dollars from an inheritance. I've had them all, right? I've had them all. And so uh, those are all going to be really different. If you're sitting on millions of dollars in inheritance, I probably don't need to do a spending exercise with you. But if you are supporting someone else, we probably do need to know if you can afford to do that, right? So what I want to do is I don't have a process that I follow. And for some of those, you know, if you're dealing with that, I want to know what those that debt inventory looks like. So maybe we'll do that on the phone. Maybe we'll, you'll do it as homework. But I will have a process. But what I don't do is I don't come in with all that out of the gate and say, hey, oh, this is a debt conversation. Here's my process for it. So hopefully that makes sense. Um, I, basically, what I'm saying is that I think that there's a disconnect that you looking prepared is something that I think as pr practitioners, we think conveys the right message to our, our participants. But coming in heavily armed with handouts, brochures, your worksheets, your processes, uh, your materials, tools, whatever it might be, um, actually doesn't make it look like you are customizing it to them, right? We have to look at this experience through the eyes of our participant. And as a participant, I want to come in with whatever my problem is. And I know I want to know that you're going to flex to it. I know that you're going to adapt to it. And I want to know that you have... Um, the right repertoire and tool set and arrows in your quiver and experience and knowledge that we are going to figure out how to curate the right solution for me and not just use and force fit a solution onto me. So uh, looking prepped is bad look, if that makes sense. Uh, looking prepped can actually, I think, do more harm than good. Uh, looking prepped can give people reason to question the trust, even though it probably shouldn't. I'm not saying it's fair. I'm just saying that, you know, this is a trust business, it's a relationship business, and it's customizing it for the individuals. And the more you come in with an agenda or uh, your materials, it's going to it's going to kind of undermine that. So hopefully that helps, uh, you know, and hopefully, and hopefully it actually practically helps so that you can just jump in anything without, uh, without doing anything. It actually might be very freeing for you not to try to figure out how you're going to uh, work in your angle or bring up this material or resource. So that's it for today. Hopefully that helps. I'll see you later, Peter.